0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 506. By years and wearing clothes more suited for a dinner party than the road, I carried my lute and the mare's purse. I wore no sword, no armor, no knife. I dare say they didn't quite know what to make of me. The sun was about an hour from setting When we passed a tinker on the road, he wore a traditional brown robe belted with a length of rope. He didn't have a cart, but led a single donkey so loaded with bundles of oddments that it looked like a mushroom. He made his slow way towards us singing. If you need no mending and nothing needs tending, a wise man will still see the right time for spending. Enjoy the sunshine But though you might feel fine, if you don't stop now, you'll be filled with regret. It's better to simply pay and prepare for a rainy day. Then think of the tinker when you're dripping wet. I laughed and applauded. Proper traveling tinkers are a rare breed of people, and I am always glad to see one. My mother told me they were lucky, and my father had valued them for their news. The fact that I was in desperate need of a few items made this meeting three times welcome. Ho, Tinker, Dedan said, smiling. I need fire and a pint. How long before we hit an inn? The Tinker pointed back the way we- he had come. Not twenty minutes' walk, he eyed Dedan. But you can't tell me there's nothing you need, he admonished. Everyone needs something. Dedan shook his head politely. "'I beg your pardon, Tinker. My purse is too thin.' "'How about you?' the Tinker eyed me up and down. "'You've the look of a lad who's wanting something. "'I do need a few things,' I admitted. "'Seeing the others look longingly down the road, I motioned them on. "'Go ahead,' I told them. "'I'll be a few minutes.' "'As they headed off, the Tinker rubbed his hands together, grinning. "'Well now, what is it you're looking for?' Some salt to begin with, and a box to put it in, he said as he began to rummage around in his donkey's packs. And that's the page. I'm Jordana.
1: I'm Nick. I'm Jeremy.
0: I'm confused.
1: Why are you confused, Jordana? I'm confused. I'm dad.
0: It says, he said, okay. Ho Tinker didn't said, smiling. I need fire and a pint. Yeah. Oh, he's telling him he doesn't need anything from the tinker. He just needs to go find somewhere to drink.
1: That's correct.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I was very confused. I was like, so the tinker's going to give him something to make a fire with and a measuring thing? <laughs> so confused. Okay, sorry. Ignore me. Continue.
1: Yeah, it's because the tinker is is coming from the direction they're going in. Denon's just asking, like, please tell me there's a pub down the road.
0: Yeah. It all is coming together now.
1: <laughs> this is the first time that Quoth has encountered a tinker since the previous book. So I feel like Rothis is is doing a little bit of work gracefully throughout this passage to reintroduce to us, the th- to remind us about the things we know about tinkers. They're traveling peddlers, they're quasi-mystical, and no one would ever dream of, like, accosting one of them on the road. Yes. And that everybody is kind of well-disposed towards them for reasons.
2: Yes, and if you are of the more cracked potted uh, persuasion, you might also argue that the tinkers are an exercise in foreshadowing to a degree.
1: Oh, oh no, I think that's a very a, a very robust pot, a, a well-crafted pot with zero cracks.
0: I, I agree. I also think the song really nails that in, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as we observed in the previous book, when Quoth encounters the Tinker on the road before he gets to Trebin, the Tinker doesn't have what Quoth thinks he wants, but the things that he does, the Tinker does offer him wh- that he does not take would have been useful in the situation that he finds himself in. So the Tinker, the, uh, there, there is this idea that the Tinker might know what you need better than you do and before you actually need it, and with that in mind, I can't help but thinking that when he looks at Dedan, he is, like, foreshadowing Dedon's ugly end, if Dedan indeed has one, because I don't remember what happens to him as a character. But I feel like he might be trying to warn Dedon, like, you do need something from me. You should take it.
0: Well, it certainly feels like it should be foreshadowing, like because right after the song, he's, le- he's like, I'm sure there's no way that you need nothing. But he also doesn't recommend anything for Dedan.
2: You may recall the last time we saw a Tinker, he offered only things that quoth needed, um, and quoth completely failed to uh, get anything.
1: No, he he bought stuff from him, just not the stuff that Tinker right, offered Right, but
2: a lot of, fine,
1: fine, but a lot
2: of the stuff that he, uh, a lot of the stuff that the Tinker offered were things that he needed more than the stuff he ended up getting.
1: Yeah, isn't that what I just said?
0: That is also Could what I been. gathered from what Jeremy just said, but I agree. You're both well, there's right.
2: there's no way there's no way to tell if anything that we're saying means anything. I think it's interesting <laughs> that the the first scene after Quoth describes his traveling companions is not an opportunity for the traveling companions to get any characterization. In the previous scene, Quoth just sort of describes who they are and what their deal is, and then in this scene, they're they're not there. They're they're gone. I would have thought, you know, as a uh, you know a journeyman author at best, uh, I would have thought that um, the move to make here, it would be to describe your characters and then, you know, have a scene with them so that we get to spend some time actually learning what they're like. And Rathus, he, uh, he's too big brain for that.
0: It feels like that's on purpose because it separates Quoth from the group to a certain extent in a different way than just like, saying that he's different from them
1: yeah because
0: we're we're experiencing part of the story almost only through Quoth. there's a certain separation that he maintains there that is like an unwritten separation
1: that's a really good point jordana uh not only does it make Quoth narratively distinct from the other characters and it tells us not something about the other characters well, it, it tells us something about the other characters that they aren't interested in speaking to the Tinker, right? They think of the Tinker as a guy, like a traveling salesman who might tell us, you know, might be able to sell me something useful. I don't have enough money to spend right now. I would rather just go to the pub and get a drink. Quoth is smart enough to know and like road wise enough to know when you meet a Tinker, you should see what they have to say and see what they have to offer you because it might be useful. You know, and Quoth does like ply this guy for information about the bandits as he's also dickering with him for stuff that he needs. but also structurally speaking, this scene would take a whole lot longer if we got four different characters shopping lists uh, and it would turn into the least good part of any d and d game, which is when you're all buying your groceries when you go to town. Um, which sucks. I don't
2: think. I mean, I think this is a good opportunity to just sort of have them all in a conversation. Like, it's interesting what we know of Deden to immediately discover that he's very polite to Tinkers, even when he doesn't need anything, which suggests that he's like a traditionalist and possibly has a healthy fear of uh, of of Tinkers in the same way that Quoth does. Healthy respect, I should say, of Tinkers in the same way that Quoth does. So, like, I think there's a lot of potential characterization to mine here. And maybe a version exists that Rothfuss wrote where the um, the characters do chat with, the, uh, with Mr. Guy.
1: I, I see what you're saying. I do think it comes down to Rothfuss making a choice that he wants to keep these scenes separate. And I think it's just for the simplicity of like, I will characterize them later in the subsequent scene where they're sitting around at a bar, which is a good opportunity to just have characters talk to each other. And in this scene, I want to get away. I want to accomplish something else. So I need to get rid of these characters. But we might want to keep an eye out in the next couple of pages. Why Rothfuss might have wanted to, to exclude Cloth's party from this conversation.
0: Hmm, Something to keep in mind for sure.
1: Is there anything else we want to cover on this page?
0: I was thinking we should like look at the song. But I, nah, it's pretty straightforward, I suppose. Regular tinker stuff.
2: Yeah, it reminds me of of a Disney kind of, it has like a Disney esque uh, meter to it.
0: Does someone want to sing it? Because I don't know what the meter is. Like, that's why I asked.
2: And nothing needs tending. A wise man will still see the right time for spending. Enjoy the sunshine, but though you might feel fine, if you don't stop now, you'll be filled with regret. It's better to simply pay and prepare for a rainy day. Then think of the tinker when you're drinking. (laughs) then think of the Tinker when you're dripping wet. I don't know. It's definitely a complicated meter, which is why it makes me think of Disney.
1: And now that you say that, I can totally picture this character like coming over the hill in like a 1970s Disney cartoon in the style of like Robin Hood or The Jungle Book. Okay.
0: Interesting. Very cool. All right. I am out of things.
1: The only other thing I would like to say is the way the Tinker is described, he's dressed almost like a... a a holy friar from the medieval period, like a brown robe belted with a rope. That's what like medieval mendicant friars wore, which I think is an interesting detail.
0: Yeah, it feels out of place actually to me, but I guess if that's what they wear, that's what they wear.
1: Why does it Well,
2: it might be meant to equate them with holiness. Mm -hmm. We've talked about how they
1: are potentially supernatural in nature. And, And with a kind of like humble, trustworthy holiness as opposed to like the... Splendor of like the the Telen Church, who I picture dressed a lot more like kind of Catholic bishops and what have you. But Jordana, why does it feel out of place to you?
0: I don't know, just because I guess I like the the idea of a friar doesn't like isn't how tinkers sit in my brain. So like to put them together, it feels weird. I guess.
1: Hmm. Well, they make a mean potato chip. That's right, they make a mean fry up. <laughs> And we will fry you up, listeners, on our griddle of ghastliness on tomorrow's page. Of the Wind. wind.